I listened to a news interview on National Public Radio a couple of days ago, having to do with that proclamation endorsed by over 100 scholars from across the country. The statement is a rather dire warning about the significant risk to democracy posed by new election laws being passed around the country. The trouble is, I think, the scholars got it wrong. In the news last week was the publication of a statement co-signed by more than 100 scholars from across the country. It is entitled, Statement of Concern, The Threats to American Democracy and the Need for National Voting and Election Administration Standards. Referring to themselves as scholars of democracy, the signatories include leading professors of political science, government, communications, and history at many of the nation's most prominent universities and colleges. More than 100 individuals have signed on to the statement with additional signatures expected to be added. It's both an impressive endorsement and a sobering assessment. The scholars conclude that voting procedures in the United States are being transformed into, quote, political systems that no longer meet the minimum conditions for free and fair elections, unquote. Their analysis is sound and frightening. This is the United States, after all. But on one important point, the scholars missed the mark. The statement includes this dire prediction, quote, our entire democracy is now at risk, unquote. The warning suggests that the U.S. is at a crossroads in our democratic history. We either take steps to head off the regressive voting laws being passed in certain states, or our nation will be at risk of losing its distinction as the democratic bellwether of the world. But we are not at risk of heading there. Even a brief examination of this nation's current political morass confirms that we have already crossed the line. To wit, the former president and his followers continue to claim that the 2020 election was stolen. With virtually no evidence to support the claim, many Republican members of Congress, any would be too many, continue to hammer on the theme, not because they believe it to be true, but because they fear retribution from the man who authored the lie. Their fealty is to the man rather than to the country, the truth, or their own integrity. When governance of the country is regarded as secondary to personal power and self-aggrandizement, the welfare of the nation has been compromised already. While the nature of political parties by definition tends toward polarization, the current allegiance of senior political leaders to the immediate past president is unprecedented in its threat to our nation. Following the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy and Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell both cited the former president as being responsible for the riot but neither had the integrity or the courage 
to defend the country or its institutions by demanding accountability. Subsequently, numerous state legislatures have now embraced the big lie by enacting the previously referenced new laws of voter restrictions and oppression of certain voting groups, all in the name of vote purity, a term, not incidentally, that harkens back to the Jim Crow South. The laws are being passed, cries of outrage are being ignored, and yes, we have already crossed the threshold about which the 100 scholars are warning. This country's opposition party touts no official policy platform other than fealty to its former president. Mitch McConnell, minority Senate leader, has vowed, quote, 100% of our focus is stopping this new administration, unquote. The party's de facto leader is a former president who was impeached twice for lies and obstruction. Political leadership has been under fire for speaking verifiable truth. All this while the nation wobbles toward recovery from pandemic and economic disaster. Our predicament should be clear. The fear of recognizing the unthinkable loss of democracy has trumped our resolve in fighting for it. After facing threats and intimidation during the 2020 presidential election and its aftermath, and now the potential of new punishments in the face of those new election laws, many county officials who run elections are quitting or retiring early. The once quiet job of election administration has become a political minefield thanks to the baseless claims of widespread fraud. When democracy loses the secure, voluntary participation of the electorate and its volunteers, the void becomes filled with partisans. Now, some might claim that such perspective represents the height of cynicism and pessimism. I suggest that there is a very fine line between cynicism and reality, and that ignoring the truth hoping it will all be okay because it always has been in the past, is a bettor's gambit. Put all the chips on a single bet, even after a long night of losses. My view doesn't signal defeat or surrender, but it does call for the U.S. public to demand better from elected officials who have come to regard their own priorities over those of our democracy. That belongs to us. It is a gift granted to us by the sacrifices of countless others before us. Unless we exhibit the courage to speak the truth and require our leadership to do the same, even when it is painful to do so, we will have gambled it away. And after that, the house always wins. <laughs>